Hi guys, and welcome back to Just Keep Praying. My name is Erica, or you may also know me as Ricky. Um, I'm just going to do a short description here for those of us who are new. Um, I'm here with reminders, but I don't like that word, so if you have any other ideas for this, please let me know. Um, reminders for new or young or even questioning Christians, and I would also like to um, say that this is also for some maybe confused people who um, have questions for um, Christians in general. Because I know I get a lot of questions just being a new and young Christian um, in high school. And sometimes I'm not always sure how to answer those questions in the moment. But after I go through and I study my Bible a little bit, sometimes I'll come home and I'll be like, you know, I'm really, I really wanted to answer this question. I will um, then study it and I will probably end up doing an episode on it later on. Don't know when. But yeah, so here we are. This episode episode is called Faith Over Feelings. And this is my first time, like, doing something like this. So it's going to be a little rocky. Um, hopefully as I progress through this journey with you guys, um, I get a little better at it, but we're going to go ahead and just dive right in it. Um, so I really wanted to discuss faith over feelings because I feel like that Christian mental health is not talked about, whether it be depression, anxiety, PTSD, etc. I just don't feel like it's talked about like at all. I don't see it anywhere. I don't see, um, a whole, I, I just don't see it. Um, and I think a lot of that is because we're, we almost think that we're perfect, putting that in quotation marks, um, so we don't need medicine. And for me, I'm going to elaborate that a little bit. For me, medication has taught me a lot about myself. It's taught me um, not only, when I say taught, I mean, obviously it's helped um, take the edge off of my depression and anxiety be- when I say taught, I mean, like, it's taught me responsibility. It's taught me more about myself than I can really explain. If you have questions, please come to me about that. Um, and another reason I feel like Christian mental health isn't talked about is because we feel alone. So we feel that other people, other Christians are um, struggling with the same things when I guarantee that there's other Christians out there with all of those mental health disorders that I had said before, and they just don't want to speak up about it. Well, I'm here because I want to speak up about it. So, I would like to talk about um, the three main reasons for anxiety, at least I feel like, are um, security. Like, these these three things are threatened whenever we start to feel anxiety. Um, it would be security, whether it be physical, emotional, financial. You know, we, um, for someone who is very... Uh, financial, financially secured, you know, once, um, maybe they get, um, demoted or they get fired, obviously that security that was there is not going to be there no more, whether it be physical, um, for me, uh, that would be having my family with me, um, because they're, they're a lot of my security. Um, another thing could be connection. Um, maybe you don't feel like valued, that's another major thing for me is, again, that comes from my family. Um, we all have a need to be valued. We all have a need to feel like we matter to at least one person. Um, and that person could even be yourself, to be honest. Um, another thing could be control. So a lot of us, you know, or not a lot of us, but some of us, we do have controlling issues. Um so once we feel that lack of choice, like the choices or options are no longer there, 
we're going to feel some sort of anxiety. Like for me, um, I'm trying to think of something that I like to have control over. Oh, my school. Um, (laughs) I like getting things done on my own time as long as it's, you know, within reason with like due dates and stuff. But as soon as my Nana starts to look at my grades and she's like, hmm, these don't look right. I feel like I don't have a whole lot of control over it. So I get to, um, I start to feel really bad anxiety over that. But, um, I would, I would like to say that we can feel all of those things through God, security, connection, and control. Um, and that's what we're going to talk about today is those things and how we can, um, feel those things. And I'm going to start off with going to, um, Proverbs 19:23, and I'm going to be reading some verses. Um, there is one long one in here. I do apologize, but I feel like it really does fit with, um, what I'm talking about today. So Proverbs 19:23 says the fear of the Lord tendeth to life and that he hath it and he that hath have it shall abide satisfied he shall not be visited with evil so for me if we were to break that down the fear of the lord tendeth to life so i look at the lord obviously as my father um and if and i i I reference this a lot because i feel heavily on it um with my nana so she's been the parental figure in my life i do fear her because it gives some sort of respect I think that it is a good thing to fear your parents because it does create the respect that you are supposed to have. Um, in the Bible, it does say, you know, you're supposed to respect and fear your parents. So that's one thing that um, maybe not a whole lot of young and new Christians believe, um, but I, I definitely do. Um, so when it says the fear of the Lord, I feel like that creates a lot of um, maybe skepticism. Is that the right word? I'm not really sure because... It does say the fear of the Lord tendeth to life. And that has, if you're a new Christian, or if you're a questioning Christian, I feel like that would have a lot of, like, contradiction to it. You know, how does the fear of something tend to life? Um, But if we go back to parental-wise, if I respect my Nana, she is going to make sure that I have the things I need. Not not that she's going to neglect me if I don't. But, um, she's going to make sure that, you know, I, I have a phone, I have a car, all that good stuff. If I'm still respecting her, if I'm, you know, keeping my room clean, which I don't do a whole lot, I'm sorry. Um, if I'm doing anything that she had asked me to do, you know, I'm not going to get grounded. And that's what I kind of connect that to. So let's continue. And he that hath it shall abide satisfied. He shall not be visited with evil. Now, when I hear this, you would think that that would, that would be almost a promise, but I think it's more of a guideline. Um, so those who trust God, I think, are going to be spared from uh, pain because of their, their healthy habits, you would say, um, their lifestyle. And I think that if you are, if you are a Christian... Um, you're going to have more of God's direct intervention. So, like, um, my grandma, for example, she has an amazing relationship with uh, God. And something that she says is that she'll be looking for her remote or something like that, and she'll pray about it. And she swears that she'll find it, you know, 
0.2 seconds after she prayed about it. She prays about everything. That kind of, that, that might sound silly, but that kind of direct intervention. And um, as we talked about in the last episode, you know, I had that, um, I, I feel like I had that direct intervention whenever I felt like I was going to do something very, very bad. And I prayed about it and I feel like he intervened and he rescued me. So, and I also feel like, um, so obviously the, the fear of the Lord is not always going to protect us from all harm. Um, bad things still happen to people who love God. I don't think that this verse is saying that, um, well, I think that this verse is, would be a promise if we lived in a sinless world, but we do not. Unfortunately, there is a lot of sin going on, especially right now. Um, and with that, I don't think that people are repenting because I personally, if you're sinning, you should feel bad for that sin. Um, that's how you know that I mean, that God is your conscious, conscience, conscience, not cautious, whatever. Um, God is your conscience. He's going to say, this is wrong, you know, and you're going to feel bad for it. Um, so I really think, I'm not saying that, um, so in, in this verse, I feel like if you have a good connection with God, he's going to try his best to keep you safe. Now, again, Things are going to happen. It's life. Um, evil is just going to come up at random times. And we can't control that. However, if you have that belief and that feeling that in the next life, in the next earth, you know, you do have that control. You do have that choice. I feel like that's something they hold on to. So now... We are going to flip to Achilleastes. I'm not very good at pronouncing that, but we're going to flip over there and we're going to read um, Achilleastes 3 verse, verses 1 through 8. This is the long one I was talking about, but I really do feel like this has a really, like, especially for anxiety, you know, anxiety you have, um, at least with um, the control part and the security part, um, so let me just read it and I think you'll figure it out. So to everything, there is a season and a time to every purpose under the heaven, a time to be born and a time to die, a time to plant and a time to pluck up that which is planted, a time to kill and a time to heal, a time to break down and a time to build up, a time to weep and a time to laugh, a time to mourn and a time to dance, a time to cast away stones and a time to gather stones together. A time to embrace and a time to ref refrain from embracing. A time to get and a time to lose. A time to keep and a time to cast away. A time to ran and a time to sow. A time to silence and a time to speak. A time to love and a time to hate. A time of war and a time of peace. Now for that, I, I mean, obviously, it's saying there's a time for everything. But if we... Look deep, deeper into it. Timing is important. Um, all the experiences that were here um, that I just read um, are appropriate for certain times. And I think that 
this is God's way of saying that we need to discover, accept, and appreciate God's perfect timing. Now, I'm going to say that again. The, we need to discover, accept, and appreciate God's perfect timing. Um, whenever we start to doubt his timing, um, whenever we start to maybe, like, move ahead without his advice, um, I, I feel like that's really dangerous. I mean, of course, it, I think the hardest thing, one of the hardest things as a Christian is to let go. Um, he does ask that you do that. He does ask that you pray about everything, that you let him handle it. And that, I think it's part of human nature to hold on to the things, even the things that we can't control. And I, I really think that right here, God is saying that there is a season for everything. There is, you know, what my favorite, hang on, let me find my favorite line from this. Um, A time to weep and a time to laugh. A time to mourn and a time to dance. I I feel that one very deeply because for a while there, um, after my grandma Kay had died, I feel like I grieved for a very, very long time. And I don't think I let him take a hold of me and say, no, it's time to dance. It's time to stop mourning. It's time to start dancing because she's with me now. And also, um, another one that I felt is a time to be born and a time to die, a time to plant, a time to pluck. That, that also kind of relates to that. But as I said before, it's, it's God's timing. Um, it's God's will. We need to learn how to put our our security, our connection, and our control into God because if we have that better relationship with him, he's going to be sure that we are taken care of. Like I said, that does not mean that th- bad things aren't going to happen. That means that he's going to be there for us. That That's exactly what that means. So now we're going to flip to Matthew eleven twenty eight, Um And... This one is a little a little longer, too. I'm going to read verses uh, 28 to 30. And I'm going to read it, and then I'll explain it a little bit. At least my um, just interpretation of it. Um, Come unto me, all that labor and are heavy laden, and I will give you rest. Take my yoke upon you, and learn from me. For I am meek and lowly in heart, and ye shall find rest under your souls. For my yoke is easy and my burden is light. So, a yoke is a heavy, like a very heavy wooden harness that harness that was is fit over an ox, um, so that they can pull, you know, like carts and stuff like that. Um, so, a heavy laden, um, maybe an animal that has a big load to pull. So if we put that into our lives, meaning, you know, a heavy laden person may be burdened with whether it be um, sin or excessive demands of religious leaders, um, just whatever we be, maybe um, it could even be like weariness in the search of God. For me, I'm, I struggle with 
I know that this has to be all people, at least young and new Christians, as I said, like myself. Um, I, I struggle with my relationship with God. Not because I don't believe in Him, but because I... How do I... I'm trying to figure out a better way to say this. I literally just had it in my head before I started this, but I guess... I'm weariness in the search for, for God, um, in the sense that it's hard, I mean, you, I can't just ask him, you know, hey, are we cool? You know, am I, am I saved? Because I am that kind of person that needs constant reassurance that people like me, and I can't do that with God. I mean, I know he loves me because the Bible says he loves me, and this is his word, and this is how, this is, I'm learning that this is how I kind of, what's it, um, battle my thoughts, because, again, I have anxiety, and I have a lot of anxiety when it comes to my relationship with God, and I'm working on it, it's a work in progress, which is why I started this, um, if I wasn't saved, I don't think I would talk to God every day like I do, if I wasn't saved, I don't think I would be doing this, um, I wouldn't put as much effort as I do into it, I really, want people to know that one, I am a Christian and two, I am there for them if they need, um, help. I can't guarantee that I'm going to be able to help answer questions because I'm new and I'm young and my interpretations may not be the interpretations that God has wanted us to interpret. So anyway, we're going to continue on this verse. Um, take my yoke upon you and learn for me, learn of me. For I am meek and lowly in heart, and you shall find rest under your souls. For my yoke is easy, and my burden is light. So, a relationship with God changes. Um, so, if we have depression, a relationship with God is going to change our depression into a spiritual productivity and purpose. I believe, anyway. So, there is a reason for everything. Um, one of the th- reasons why I don't think that Christians would take medicine is because they believe that, um, God wouldn't make them like that. God wouldn't make them to need medication. However, what if he, for, this is how I think of it. He made me to learn something by taking medication. He made me to learn. Uh, right now, I'm not a hundred percent sure what that is, but I'm thankful for him for making me, and it might not even be me, it might have been my parents, um, because there is a such thing as free will, you know, not everything that happens is, is God's doing, because there is that free will that he gave us, you know, people like to say, well, if God was real, poverty wouldn't be happening, that's just simply not true, um, there were certain choices that led up to poverty and um, the homeless, just things like that. And it may not have always been intentional. It could have been accidental. But for me, you know, my parents, they both had depression and they got together. They had they had me. So that, that was their free will. Um, so the, when he says that, for my yoke is easy and my burden is light. 
the I feel like the yoke is the challenges and the difficulties of being with Christ in life. So it's hard. <laughs> like I don't think people that aren't Christians understand that. People that aren't Christians look at um us that are as we're following a rule book and they don't want that. But to me, I'm working towards something. I'm working towards something bigger than I could ever imagine. Um, Because it is such hard work. We have to say no to so many things that people who aren't Christians would just be like, why why would you say no to that? And like I said, it's because I'm I'm working towards something, man. That's all all it is. Um, Something that weighs me down sometimes is that... um, is literally the responsibility of staying true to God. It only Christians could understand how incredibly difficult that is, because you know even thoughts can be a sin, um, and we gotta re- redirect ourselves and ask for forgiveness for just our very thoughts. Um, however, but Jesus's yoke remains easy compared to the crushing alternative. Um, Jesus didn't say that life was going to be easy. However, I feel like um, if you have someone else pulling, like if you're an ox and you're pulling something, but if you, and at first you're alone, but then you add that person next to you that's helping you pull, it's not going to be as hard as it would be without them. And that's what I think that this verse is saying. That if you, imagine yourself as an ox and you're, but way back, you know, in the Jerusalem days with, you know, the sandals and everything and crosses and crucifix- crucifixions, um, make yourself an ox and you're pooling, um, whether it be a whole bunch of stone, wood, whatever it may be, it, it's going to be difficult. However, if you have someone else helping you, it's not going to be as hard in that someone else is God and Jesus. So that's what I have for you today is learning how to, um, if we just, if you would like, I would definitely say reread those, um, verses yourself because I don't always have the best interpretation. That was mine. Um, and I want you guys always to know that you're not alone, uh, as a Christian deal that deals with, depression, anxiety, and PTSD, I can tell you that it's not easy, but knowing, just knowing that he is there helping me, wiping away every silent tear is just an incredible feeling. It, It fills me up with joy. I don't just feel the joy. I experience that joy on a day to day basis. So before we close today, I would like to, um, I, in order to find these ideas that I make, sometimes I listen to uh, Christian music, and I just have a few songs I would like to um, say that you should definitely listen to to uh, help you, especially through troubling times. One song that I listen to on a daily, probably, is You Say by Lauren Daigle. 100% recommend that song. <laughs> that um, Sometimes it does bring a tear to my eye because it just hits so close to home. Um God Only Knows by For King and Country, that's an incredible one. Um, it talks about, you know, God only knows what you've been through. God only knows what they what they say about you. Um, but there's a kind of love that God only knows. 
and you can experience that love through Jesus. Fear is a Liar by Zach Williams. That's pretty self-explanatory. I mean, fear is a liar. Everything that he's told you, it's wrong. God doesn't see you like that. So that's just a few things. I'll probably have uh, song recommendations on here. Um, Now, I'm going to try, I'm going to try to, after, before closing, I would like to say a prayer with you guys. You guys um, might not want to hear it. I don't know. Some of them you're going to know. Some of them I'm just going to say by myself. But the prayer that we're going to close with today uh, is the, um, is Psalm 23, the uh, shepherd's prayer. So if you would, uh, let's go ahead and do this. The Lord is my shepherd. I shall not want he maketh me to lie down in green pastures. He leadeth me beside the still waters. He restoreth my soul. He leadeth me in the paths of righteousness for his name's sake. Though I walk through the valley of the shadow of death, I will fear no evil, for thou art with me. Thy rod and thy staff comfort me. Thou preparest a table before me in the presence of my enemies. Thou against it anointest my head with oil. The cup, My cup runneth over. Surely goodness and mercy shall fall with shall follow me all the days of my life, and I will dwell in the house of the Lord forever. Amen. And I'm glad you guys joined with me today. It was a little bit of a long one. I do apologize, but um God bless and I hope you guys have an amazing day. Bye.